0: Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, in this episode we're going to look at another argument for the existence of God and why belief in God is rational and this is an argument that might be one of my favorites it's called the argument from fine-tuning and what it basically suggests is it takes a um, observable fact about the universe actually many observable facts about the universe and it asks the question what's the best explanation for these facts that we observe and the facts fall broadly into this category of fine-tuning. What that means is that scientists have observed that many of the constants and quantities that revolve around the, the makeup of our universe fall into a unbelievably tiny and narrow range that would actually permit life. And I'll give you some examples of what, what these would be. There's actually a, a few very large number of constants and quantities, but they would be things like the gravitational constant. And for instance, if, if gravity were altered, if the force of gravity were slightly weaker than it is, then what would happen is that uh, as the universe came uh, into existence and uh, things were, particles were flying around and all these things, if gravity were just a hair weaker than it is, then you would never have the formation of pockets of of, uh, elements, of gases, which ultimately leads to the the formation of stars and planets. And so nothing would actually form. On the other hand, if the gravitational constant were just a hair stronger than what we observe and measure, then things would have basically crunched together uh, in such a way that Again, no stars, no planets, and therefore no life. Now, that's just one example of fine-tuning. You see this in other examples all the way down to the, the atomic level. For instance, the electromagnetic forces being exactly what they are is what allows chemistry to occur, and if they were just altered a tiny, tiny fraction then chemistry as we know it would break down and nothing could happen. No cells, no life, nothing. You also have things like the rate of expansion of the universe. If it were any uh, faster, then things would have just flown apart. And again, you would never have galaxy formation or anything uh, on a smaller scale. And if it was just a hair weaker than it is or slower than it is, then things would have expanded out so much and then collapsed and contracted back onto themselves. So the question is not whether we observe that these uh, values are very, very, very finely tuned. We, We obviously do. And no one really disagrees about this and to give one more example of just how finely tuned we're talking if we take the the example of gravity for for instance the value of gravity as it is is estimated to be somewhere around 1 in 10 to the 60th power out of all the possible values that it could have and to give you a, a way of wrapping your head around a huge number that is 1 in Uh, one with 60 zeros behind it. Now for comparison, if you're an average adult, you have about one with 14 zeros number of cells in your entire body. And so we're talking about an astronomically large number here. And the value of gravity is one of those uh, possible numbers. And it's the right one. And in fact, what we observe is that every single one of these values, and there are dozens and dozens and dozens of them, are all the right one for life to be permitted by a universe like like ours, rather than to be hostile to it, where no life at all would would even be possible, let alone actually form. And so the argument from fine-tuning goes, what is the best explanation for these these? Uh, numerous fine-tuned values that we find. These are values that appear at the very beginning of the universe or, or almost immediately at the beginning of the universe. And so there isn't time for them to sort of settle into the values that they have. They had these values right at the very first moment that the universe came into existence. And so the question then becomes, what's the best explanation? And really, there's there's three. The argument goes that uh, the, the best explanation for these values as we see them could be either that uh, it is by necessity that these values are what they are, that they have to be exactly these values and they could not be otherwise. The other explanation would be that these values are what they are simply by chance, and then the third explanation would be that these values are what they are because they were designed to be what they are. And so as the argument from fine tuning goes, when you, when you examine each of these explanations, you find that uh, the necessity argument breaks down because it's simply not true that our universe could not possibly have any other values. When we look, such as with gravity, at all the other possible values that 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 uh, gravitational constant could have taken, it's uh, it's not only not necessary that the value is what we actually observe, it's overwhelmingly more likely that it would have been any of the other non-life permitting values. So necessity isn't a good explanation because it very obviously could have been other uh, than what it is. Now, chance is also a hard a hard pill to swallow because if we think that the Uh, the the values of some of these constants falling into the the range that they do is unlikely when you add up the chances that every single one of these dozens of values would all happen to simultaneously fall into the range that they do you end up with a number that is just almost inconceivably unlikely and so it's at such a level that if you were to if you were to spend an infinite amount of time rolling dice with these odds that it would just never come up. And some have postulated things like a multiverse to explain why our universe happens to be the the right one, but again, that doesn't give us any better chances. It just is a a way of trying to overcome the overwhelming odds, and frankly, there's no there's no scientific evidence to support a multiverse. It's it's really more of a It's really more of a theory because that's all it can be. And so what we're left with is that the most likely candidate for why we find the values to be what they are is that they were designed to be that way. And so then the question would become, well, who, first of all, could have designed it? And then who would be capable of designing such a thing with all these numbers and values as we observe? And the conclusion for many is that, well, that would be God. And so in a nutshell, that's the argument from fine-tuning. Uh, I find it to be very persuasive because it makes use of scientific facts and, and observations that are basically ubiquitous, that that none disagree on. And then we just walk through what the best explanation for those things could be. And uh, what we're left with is that it's a very likely and a good explanation that there's a designer behind the universe that we live in and observe.